clapping again upstairs. <laughs> we don't clap around here. Clap cheeks. Intro. Can't you waiting. Welcome to Crosscast episode 97. This is a bit of a special one because we're doing it live. It's Movember. We're doing a big <coughs> charity stream. And uh, yeah, it's a big one because we're going to be discussing uh, the Game of the Year nominations for the only Game of the Year that counts, which is the Crossplayers Game of the Year Awards, which we're expanding out. But obviously, I'm not going to do that by myself because that would be crazy and boring. Um, so what... <laughs> What I've got here, I've got some uh, some little awards that I've uh, devised myself, and I'd like to I'd like to hand them out now, uh, just before we get into the main show, if you don't mind. So, <clears throat> without further ado, first up, the what the fuck were they thinking award? Tough category, this, but there could only be one winner. So, for selling his PS5 and replacing it with a Series <laughs> S, it's Mark. Bye-bye. Congratulations, congratulations, Mark. Thank you very much. Like to say? Best decision ever. I'm, I'm delighted by the decision. It's uh, much more cost-effective. It's got loads of great indie games and uh, doesn't have a very confusing user interface. <laughs> very well said, well said. Uh, next up, the award for second most attractive bald man on a video game podcast goes <laughs> to Tyler. Congratulations, Tyler. Well done, well Tyler. Done, well done. Yeah, that Tyler. How do you feel about that, Tyler? I mean, it feels deserved. I was never, I was never going to win that. Let's be honest. No, too, too right. Stiff competition. Um, but not as stiff as the next award. This is probably our most fiercely contested category this year. Uh, a real two-horse race. It's the Get to Fuck Grumpy Scotsman Award. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner for cutting off his nose to spite his face. Actively depriving himself of joy and refusing to play anything <laughs> remotely popular. It's Lewis! Hey, it's Lewis. 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 Thank you very much. Thank you. Well done. I'd say it's been a hard year a big man? for that, but it's been easy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, voted for, I've voted for Alex, actually, on that one. And that was a tough one. Okay. You're going to read a Well, <laughs> <laughs> next up, this is the big one. It is. The Dan Ward Award for Contributions to Narcissism, sponsored by Dan Ward. And of course, there could only be one winner. It's Alex. <laughs> Alex, for refusing to let anyone else write for the website and creating an Xbox podcast just to push his own selfish agenda. Congratulations, Alex. Real recognize real. Thank you. Yeah. Nice. <coughs> yeah, great job. Um, so, of course, that means... 
the winner of most likely to have a strong opinion of a game, least likely to actually play one. That award goes <laughs> to Dan. Congratulations, Dan. Welcome, nice Dan. How's that feel, Dan? I'm happy with that. I thought when he went, oh, you're going to say most likely to have a stroke. So it it was <laughs> it, it was a more positive outcome than that. So yeah, I'm happy with that. Good, thank you. Good. They're happy not Dan's. they're not mutually um, exclusive. They're not. No, they're not. no. Depends on the stroke. But. Stay tuned. It's what you do when you watch the so, podcast back, isn't it, Dan? Well, I have a stroke. Not with, not with you dressed <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Call the police if you're outside my house, sunshine. So what we'll do? So we've got some um, we've got some giveaways. Anyone that donates, anyone that's watching live, feel free to uh, donate to our Movember page. All the links are on Twitter. If someone could just pop one in the Twitch chat, maybe that would be good. Um, any donations will be in line for a load of prizes. What have we got prize-wise still to give away? We've given away a copy of Persona 5 Royal for Switch. Uh, is that already Frosticles? That's already what gone, Ben. Uh, so what we've, we've got, got left... Uh, do you want me to go through them? We've got... Uh, yeah, yeah, go on. Uncharted 4. We've got Prey. All these are on the PS4. Uh, kindly donated by a... It says custodian of... I'm not going to repeat that, actually. Uncharted 4, <laughs> Prey, The Last Guardian, Doom Eternal, Shadow of the Colossus. We've got a PS5 game, Resident Evil Village. Uh, we've given away Persona 5 Royal on the Switch. We've got a lovely book, which is the box art collection. Um, some of the pages stuck together, but they're fine. We're only joking, though. It's still brand new. We've got, the, we've got 10 copies of Far Cry New Dawn on Xbox. Anybody wants to copy that, just fucking say in the chat you can have one. Uh, three uh, Assassin's Creed Origins on Xbox. We've got five copies of New Dawn for PS4. We've got five copies of uh, Far Cry 6 for PS4. We've got a lovely uh, handout from uh, all those guys, by the way, from Ubisoft. And uh, we've got these from Thunderful, which is Loot River. So we've got two Xbox codes for that, two Steam codes. Lego Brick Tales, we've got Steam, Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation code for that. And Help High, one Steam, Switch, Xbox, and PlayStation code for that. We've got a lot of cash as well, Ben. Fantastic. Um, and while we're doing the, the housekeeping, let's just get it out of the way. This podcast, as ever, is sponsored by the lovely folks over at Fixture Gaming, purveyors of premium accessories for your Nintendo Switch. As gamers, we all, we know all too well about the pleasure our hands can bring us. But isn't it about time we pleasured our hands? <laughs> well, if you've got an OG Nintendo Switch, then treat yourself and your hands to the Fixture S1. Slide that switch on in and use your Pro Controller on the go. Your hands will thank you. Now, that's all the stuff that we had to say out of the way. Let's get into the real meat and potatoes. We've got nine categories. By the end of tonight, I'm hoping this is going to take no more than an hour and a half. <laughs> but we've got to have, let's say, three three uh, nominations per category that we can then put to a public vote to determine the ultimate winner in each category. Does that make sense? Yep. 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 Yeah. yeah. So we've got to I'll, I'll argue on. the toss. I'll catch you on. It's fine. So we've got to argue the toss over. Obviously, we've we've all got our own thoughts on this. We've asked our patrons for their thoughts. So we've got a big old spreadsheet with everyone's uh, nominations in per category. So we can use that as a basis for our discussion. So let's jump straight into the first category, and that is the Slappers Only Award for Best Soundtrack of 2022. Now, right off the bat, has anyone got 
any suggestions for this at all because I think this is quite a tough one this year. I'd, I'd, I'd say in the in the handy questionnaire you circulated, Ben, that hmm. I think this year's not been up to much. There's a couple, but if I think about it across the year, I struggled to think of standout slapper soundtracks. Just saying. Yeah. Hashtag. Have you got a uh, have you got a GG list for best soundtracks of 2020? No, but I know you have because I've checked. Yeah, that's my man. Um, Mark, I'm going to start with you then. In that case, yeah, I, your I, answer was, yeah. was obviously as someone who despises music in all forms. Your answer was actually quite good because uh, you said Nia Automata, which is a bit of a cheat, but. <laughs> The yeah, Your the Heart edition version. came out this year, the Switch version. So I, yeah. I, I, and I put in brackets, I was cheating for this one. But that yeah, yeah, yeah. is a. <clears throat> what, uh, sorry, just checks notes. Slapping, slaps, something. Uh, that is some. There's some nice music in that. A slapping soundtrack. <laughs> that's, 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 that's just all, it's all bass. Slapping. It's all slap bass. Spanking. It's doing all yeah, sorts no, of things. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, so that's a good one, but I do feel like. It is, it is a bit of a cheat. It say, is illegitimate. Because any... Yeah. yeah. But it deserves a mention. It's like an honourable mention. It does. Um, another one we've had mentioned more than once, and I think this has to be one of the three, is Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Now, I haven't played enough to to really give a full view of the soundtrack, but I know from previous games the soundtrack's been phenomenal. It's all just, Tyler, it's just fart probably... noises, isn't it? What? <laughs> 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 And what, Sorry, what are your thoughts on the, uh, the, <laughs> the Zenoblade 3 soundtrack? I I like it, but I think there's other games that have done a better job this year. It's like with the other Xenoblade games, like it's well put together. It's I don't even know. It, it suits the game very well, and it's very um, atmospheric, I suppose, in the right places. But I think ultimately, I kind of even after a hundred hours of that game, the soundtrack hadn't left a mark on me in the same way that other games had. I think for that reason, I probably as good as it is, I wouldn't say it is eligible. Like, I wouldn't say it's worth putting forward as the best soundtrack of a game this year. Well said. Okay. Agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> Frosticles, Frosticles, and Max both voted for Xenoblade Three. So I think the very fact that I think it's the only one on there that's got more than one vote. Yeah, so but if you add Max, is like. Max's voice just suggests his, he's got ENT problems anyway, so he probably can't get <laughs> part of the stuff. So, so, so if Max oh, was here, Dan, oh my god, oh my god, listen yeah, to this song, <laughs> fucking hell, oh wow, what is that white noise? Oh Jesus, mum, mum, have a sandwich. Oh fucking hell. Thanks, Max. Um, all right, we have actually had a couple of shouts for Shredder's Revenge as well. It's quite a good one. Hmm. It's decent, decent soundtrack. Yeah, it was, it's decent. Um, What's it, the boss fight where, was it uh, Ghostface and... Um, uh, it's either Super Shredder at the end or the Statue of Liberty, it's Statue of Liberty. robot yeah. thing. I can't remember which. That was pretty cool. So I think that should be in there as well. Yeah, I think that was my that was my vote. Yeah. So that I'm happy for that to be in as well. Um, my personal vote was Sifu. Because I think that's a phenomenal and slightly underrated soundtrack as well. Is it, exclu- is it its own thing or is the... It is, yeah. So it's a, it's a good. It's one of those soundtracks that stands up as an album. Like mm. you could just listen to it, and it's just good music. But obviously, within the context of the game as well, it adds to that okay. cinematic kind of 
you know, that feel. Um, so I would, I would put that forward. But has anyone else got any strong feelings about any others? Uh, it wasn't an option. Alex, you mentioned- I was going to say, sorry, it wasn't an option when I put my voting because I hadn't started it at the time. But having played far too much Vampire Survivors in the last week, I think the soundtrack for that is excellent. Like, really, mm. really well done. If just that game is, you know, it's a it's a very 80s feeling game anyway, maybe even a little bit earlier. But that soundtrack absolutely nails it. Like I've sat playing that with my brother-in-law and he was like, God, this sounds so on brand for the kind of game this is. It's like the kind of thing you will just have stuck in your head while you're going about whatever you do during the next few days. Hmm. Yeah. This is just blat- this is just blatant sucking up to the host now, hmm. Tyler. Come on, man. <laughs> Much like a vampire. Um, oh, nice. You know, but... <laughs> go on, go on, Alex. Now, I was just remembering, and, I'm, and I, I'm now querying whether that was this year or not, but I feel like when Narita Boy came out, the soundtrack oh, came first. Yeah, yeah. That's a couple and of years. That was last year. Is it two years? See, a couple, that, I think. Time flies by. I know. It does. When I, um, when I uh, was doing it, I asked myself the question, does it slap? And the only answer I had was the Cult of the, cult of the Lamb, that game. You think Very that good. slaps? I had, a, I, had a, I had a couple of good old slaps. Five slappers in there. Yeah. <laughs> Five punches. Five punches, yeah. Ben, okay. we need to speak about that afterwards. So, it's a perfectly healthy thing to do. Um, okay, so that yeah, that is good. And it, it was mentioned in the list as well. I just want to come to Dan quickly, though. Yours was Elden Ring. Yeah. Your pick. That's a very strong pick, because that, that is a heck of a soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, it's biblical, isn't it? The way it is. Mm. But uh, it's even that fucking first screen where you're just like trying to press start quick enough. You've gone yeah. to get a drink from the kitchen. <laughs> Still recovering from being flashbanged if you're playing in the dark. You're quite literally a flashbang. Yeah, bright white screen. Yeah, and then waking all the kids up if you haven't got the headphones in, so... Um, but yeah, I mean, the way that that keeps pace and just changes and balances so well from some of the more, um, like, say, scary areas, especially when you're underground, mm. to then building into that crescendo of, like, you're in a fight scene now or something's behind you and you haven't seen it yet. It's it's just fantastic. And the boss fights, I know, are, are epic anyway um, yeah. from a mechanical perspective, but, like, the audio to it. I've never played a FromSoft game from um, from A to B and completed it. So to hear all of that, it was, yeah, marvellous. Mm. That's very strong, so, actually, I, mm. when you think about yeah. it. Because yep. you probably forget about the soundtrack to that game because you remember so much of the rest of it. But when you, when you think of the yeah. soundtrack in isolation, it, yeah, very strong. It's proper music, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. It's like, yeah. Biblical is the right word for it, Dan. A biblical slapper. (laughs) Mary Magdalene. Um, So I think uh, I'm happy with that going in. And I think Xenoblade 3. That's the funniest thing he's ever said. And he's just passing over it. Fantastic. Brilliant. It's really great. Uh, (coughs) I think Xenoblade 3 and what was the the other one? Shredder's Revenge. I think that would be a pretty good mix. Yeah? Yeah. Happy with that? Yeah, happy with that. Xenoblade 3, Elden Ring, Shredder's Revenge. Can somebody write these down as we go, please? Hmm. <laughs> I've got the short here, yes. I can do that. Oh, legend. Excellent. Um, my glamorous assistant. Uh, so, we can move on then to the next one, which is the award for best console, sponsored by the cross button. 
So, uh, Dan, <laughs> any thoughts on what's been the console of the year sponsored by the Crossbot? <laughs> I'm assuming I picked uh, the PS5 for that reason. You so did, uh, you did. I did, I did. So I think in terms of the, I'm thinking of what's been on that console, we've had The Last of Us remake, just had Ragnarok come out on it. Um, I'm trying to think of any other exclusives that we had this year. Right. Someone help me out. Horizon. Yeah, Horizon. Yeah. Grand Turismo uh, GT7. Grand no, not so much. Less said about that. <laughs> Fucking boring game. I like it. Um, yeah, stray. No, Stray doesn't count because it's on PC as well. Well, oh, I, uh, okay. I still say it's console. And PS4. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd say oh, that. Yeah. Good point. What do you mean, and PS4? Come well, on. You can't choose a PS5 and not and say it because of all these games. Well, we can't pick half of these games. Did you, so say, did you say The Last of Us Part 1? Yes, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. was part one. So I think just in terms of the re- uh, the the quality of the first party games that have come out on it this year, I'd say it was the strongest console. But again, I do run a PlayStation podcast as part of our part of our podcast group, so it's a little bit biased. Um, but yeah, there's mm. that's been fantastic. The peripherals to it, the variety of um, casing that you can now get for it. I just think everything about the console is a lot more mature, premium. Yeah, premium, mature. Yeah, premium. it's when I say mature, I don't mean like it's good for ah, fifty-year-olds. I mean it's just it's a mature view of you know it's it's like a fine wine. It's um, all of their knowledge. It's not it's like a fine. It's, it's not like a fine, well, well, fine wine because it certainly doesn't get nicer with age. Because it certainly gets uglier by the day. Wow. Who are you looking around for then? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at my face. Like Jim Ryan over his shoulder. Crash Bandicoot sat behind him. <laughs> um, owned by Xbox now. Crash Bandicoot. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I I agree with everything you said there, Dan. I, I, I feel very much the same. I think this is the year that I've properly fallen in love with PlayStation. I think it's somehow become my primary console over the last few months. And I yeah. look forward to the. It's just a. It's just an event. Playing it, it doesn't. You know, it's. Yeah, it's something. There's something luxurious about it. Yeah, I which agree. I I I dig. And um, get if we just break down the numbers here. So, it it received the most votes out of everyone. PS Five. Um, in second place was the Switch. Fuck off. As you'd expect. Yeah, <laughs> and then. In, if you thought that was bad, Alex, third place, <laughs> Steam Deck. So, fuck you. <laughs> oh, no. So, um, uh, Xbox and Super Nintendo vying for fourth place. Honestly, <laughs> is that <laughs> Nintendo? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm not even joking. That's amazing. Oh, that's made my um, So... <laughs> I give up. So, I guess... I guess we should probably go with those numbers. And... <laughs> Fuck off, you cannot I would like a clarification no. on this. I can't remember what I put on this, but best console. Yeah. What do you mean yeah. by best? Console. <laughs> what do you mean by yeah, best? Best what console. Is that actual, like the console of the year, you know. That's not what that says. Yeah. The console of the year. Well, which console wins the year? Xbox Series S by a mail. Oh yeah, PS5, it's PS5, definitely. The one, the one thing holding back a generation you're saying is Fuck the best off. console. <laughs> it's the most advanced potato in the world. I'm not biased. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we're talking about the actual best console, the best bit of hardware, it's definitely the Switch. Like, there, there's no argument there. But PS5. Yeah, but which consoles had the best year? No, but that's not that's not the question, though. PS5 and arguably but, Steam Deck, I think, are probably the two. And even mobile, to some extent. I think mobile, Steam Deck. like Snap. Um, yeah, wow. Steam yeah. Deck's a marvel, isn't it? Well, it's still, Steam Deck's had it? a heck of a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I think so, so. I gave it to Star- I, I, Stadia, I think. Anyway, <laughs> Stadia. So, so obviously we, we might mark. take <laughs> we might take some heat from the Xbox uh, <laughs> fraternity, but I, the, the one Xbox person. Um, but Tyler, come on! This you, doesn't, there is no, no, no. I'm I, not like I'm not going to argue. It. Xbox have not had a good year. No, but it's, the, the Xbox Series S is still the best punishment. console on the market for the value that it provides. <laughs> Yeah, but that's not that's not that the is only the, that is the it's not the only criteria though, is it? No, but the games that came out are the criteria. It's not which one sold the either. most. It's not which one sold the but most. Get, which one's the best value? Which is the, the best price increase in the year? Let's go with that. Let's just sit back and let the no. Next players I'm going home between themselves. <laughs> yeah, go on. You are home. <laughs> what downstairs? <laughs> so, unless anyone feels especially strongly. I think we have to go with the numbers. No, I don't. I think that's an absolute. No, I'm not having that. Amazing. Are you about to be a, f- be a fanboy in the comments section, Alex? No, but you, there's just no way you can talk about the console a year and not have the Xbox Series S in there. It's there. It's just fourth. It's just not on the list. <laughs> but it's there in spirit. No. Um, look, Alex. I don't know. What does everyone else? We might have to put it to a vote <clears> now. <laughs> oh, is it going to vote against? We just annoy me. No, so but I think point? no, no, not that too. isn't. That's not how we get down, Alex. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> you know that. Um, so, play, obviously, PlayStation Five and Switch have to be on there. Yeah. I will say, why does Switch have to be on there? You've just sat and what talked about how Nintendo and Clitter <clears throat> decline with the shit games they've put out this year. So no, I wouldn't say that. Nobody takes me seriously, game. Alex. It's one shit game and it's not actually been it's put out by Nintendo. It's not one shit game, come on. Yeah. It's more than it's, one shit um, game. But is it better one look, shit game big... than no games at all? True. <laughs> 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 um, we do have a very strong Switch following, obviously, as well. We have to remember that from the Switch Island days. So, <laughs> Switch... Probably should be included. It's just a case of what's, what takes that third slot in the voting. Steam Deck? No. Or what's the other one? Xbox. But then it's, again, with it, if you say Xbox, are we talking both the Series S and X in the same way that with PS5 we're talking the disc and the, the non-disc uh, version? See, that's that. not fair. I even now, well, no, it's, it's a distinction to make because if we then yeah. say PS5, are we saying only the disc version? I don't the, think that matters and, really. Because it's the same console at the heart yeah. of it without disk drives. There's two different consoles in the S and the X. They are different things. Isn't my... Mark's hair fantastic? Thank you. Yeah. Just been, just I was just looking at that. <laughs> like the way he, he just brushed it and part of it just dropped down and I got a semi. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. I think we need to have the right, Xbox. Right, we have to move on from I this. think we have to have the Xbox. Yeah. yeah. I'm, voting for, the, I'm voting for the Series S for the third slot, without question. It's a great, great machine. Mm. In terms of what Dan- it's done for gaming, the Series S deserves its shout. Yeah. 
Great machine. Oh, I agree with that. Oh, don't, don't not on the Series S. No, for, you can't say for what it's done for gaming when literally every single publisher and developer is. That's not true either. It's not it? every single publisher and developer. It's <laughs> no, every right, okay, that's that just trying yeah, to make a name It's a good themselves. proportion of. But, but also, Dan, I know it doesn't affect you, but in a cost of living crisis, how many people mm. got, could oh, buy a console oh, this year? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hold on. I can't buy Apple Tizer anymore, mate. I'm not allowed it when I go around Tesco. <laughs> a bridge too far, she says. So, um, yeah, I think you should take that comment. But no, costly. I, I get the cost of living crisis and the series. Yeah, it's like, anyway. That's, that's yeah, let's be honest. And they were on offer the other day. If I was doing people a favor, um, <laughs> yeah. So, it's, it's holding. It's holding back a generation series. No, S. I'm not trying to be. It is. But how many people it literally, are it's well publicised. But how many people are able to partake in this generation that wouldn't be able to if the Series S wasn't an option? One, you've said partake in a sentence, automatically the Xbox shouldn't get in the vote now. And then two, like it's not about whether like you could have a PS4 and say you played Ragnarok, can't you? Like you can do that. It's just the PS4 isn't holding back a generation because the Series S is next generation when it clearly isn't. It's a it's a white brick. Let's Let's look at this just from a slightly different angle then. Which console has had a better year? Xbox or the Steam Deck? Steam Deck. Xbox. Is the Steam Deck a console? Yeah. Well, as much as the Switch is. Oh, okay, you can dock the Switch. Okay, so you can dock the Steam Deck, I guess. You can dock, dock the Steam Deck. Yeah. Let's not go on to docking. Mm. That's later. Later on. So just, mm. let's just put our cards on the table. Let's just vote for it. Let's just get the third position. Everyone just gets a vote. Move on. Hands in the air. Okay. Yeah. For what? Okay. <laughs> well, it's the Steam Deck versus Series S, isn't it? So, all those in favour of Series S, raise your hands. That's ended. Tyler shrugged before he raised. <laughs> four, four, four of you. Well, so Ben, we three, can... and then a reluctant Tyler, bullied by his host, uh, raised his hand. So the WhatsApp I just got in the X players chat, it's like, I'm not having one anymore if you don't vote. This Alex still wasn't satisfied with that, by the way. This is... He still looked like he was huh? chewing a wasp. Alex wasn't satisfied with that. Even everyone voted, he still won. So Ben, would you pick the... Uh, I'm disappointed the... in our patrons, I'm not going to lie. You would have picked the snares there, Ben, right? Sorry. <laughs> Out of all of those. No, I would have picked the Steam Deck as the, as the uh, most exciting... Anyway. Well, that wasn't the question. It's a prototype. Hmm. But anyway, we, let's move on. It's settled. We'll just have a, a basic bitch vote for that one. Nothing exciting. Um, the next award. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Go on. Oh, God. Go on. Why have I done it in this order? Hold on, Ben, before the you dust. carry on. Before you carry on, on. Weren't we supposed to do a giveaway after each round? Thanks for reminding me. Yeah. Two fun. rounds in. Two rounds Good. in. Let's do a let's do a giveaway. Let's do two giveaways to catch up with us. Shall I spin the wheel? Spin the wheel to see what we're giving away, Dan. And then in the meantime, Alex, if you can just find a donor who's going to win this prize. Okay, the wheel is spun. Let's see. Spun, spun. And oh, what are we, what are we giving away? Game Boy, the box art collection. Ooh. Oh. A lovely book. Donated by the gorgeous Marcus Markerson. I genuinely I felt like the message you Mark said, I'll give you 30 quid for that. <laughs> <laughs> Look yeah, at that. That is lovely. Well, I mean, you gorgeous. could bid for it if you Very want. Very nice book. I could. I also own that book and it is... It's beautiful. It's very beautiful. Is lovely. And the only reason I'm giving it away is because it's just a slightly difficult 
Um, size. Size, so it doesn't quite fit in anywhere. So it doesn't otherwise please, be it's not pleasing it. to the eye. I hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's very much like a PS5. So anyway, move on. <laughs> okay, so Alex, do we have a winner of the Game Boy Box Art Collection book from Bitmap Books? We have a winner, and the winner is Luke Cooper. Oh, oh, yeah. oh shit. Luke. Congratulations, Luke, if you're listening. Get in touch, and we'll get that sent out to you ASAP. I think it was Thank this... Thank you for your uh, donation. Apologies. I think it was this year that mm. Luke joined a CrossCast. It's one of my favourite moments from CrossCast since we started. That Luke joined. Mm. His, ca- <laughs> his camera came on, but it wasn't the camera I was looking at. He had like, another camera on like a shelf across the way, and it was just him. <laughs> Standing there like this, <laughs> looking just at his computer, going, <laughs> just like standing there. Oh. It was just, I, I don't know why I thought it was so funny. Well, it's it's bizarre. Never, Thanks, Luke. Never invited him back. Get over Thanks. to November. Get over to the link. It's on the little ticker now. I'll put it on the top. Like even even a pound could net you a game. It's a yeah. no-brainer. Just please, please, mm. please, come on, do it. Do uh, it. And what do are we it. giving away next, Dan? Let's do one more. We are. Give it a spin. It's spinning. Spinning, spinning you. There it is. PS5 game. Is it going to be that? Is it going to be it? Oh, I didn't take Persona 5 off. Hold on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was awkward. And Sorry, Tyler. Uh, wasn't Tyler. Help high. So, we Help need to give... We need the winner to let us know what console they want it on but i'll leave okay. it on at the moment but help i from thunderful thank you thunderful thank you very much thank you thunderful nice. alex who is that going to be winging its way to it's winging its way to game chat alpha's most famous resident oh. carl hughes well oh <laughs> carl hughes well, i'm gonna guess that's either carl. switch in fact we'll say switch i'll just give him the switch one i'll remove that off nice nice thank you carl uh, Alex, right, are you making let's... the list of the people we're giving these things away to? Yeah. Thank you, mate. And Lewis, you're keeping a list of the nominees, right? Indeed. My man. My man. Okay, well, this one is this one is uh, an award of your own creation, Isn't Lewis. It? The Dusty Award for Dustiest Console. <laughs> Why? Sponsored by, sponsored by Max's Bedroom. Um, obviously... <laughs> We've seen how the previous conversation God. went. Oh, I'm giving up this on this one, sweet. don't worry. I might, I might leave for this one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> let's, okay. let's, just, let, let's just rip the plaster off. Um, so we've got... To be fair, and this is weird... Um, the one with the highest amount of nomina- nominations here is the PS5. Wow. This is a prize. Yeah. And then it wins, and then the Xbox, and then the Switch. So someone's being silly and put GameCube on here as well. Uh, probably is very dusty, to be fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. PS5 yeah. probably um, wins because that's what Max has in his room. No, that's a good point. True, and that is the dustiest place on earth. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I guess that's really simple, actually, isn't it? We'll put yeah. those three to the vote. Yeah, yeah. Easy as that. We don't have to argue. Well, do you know what the order is for us? Because we've done it on every sort of every month since July. <laughs> Go on then. Go on. Then. So, as per the 
attendees of various crosscasts. <laughs> the one with the least votes, so the one that has the least amount of dust upon its surface, is the Switch. And I only had three votes across six months. I've done it. Mm. Um, All of them, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you said the Switch, uh, I think, last month. Cl- it'd be closely followed yeah, by Darren. The, the one month that it wasn't was because there was the one month that wasn't would have been Doframantic, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, true. Mm. Um, with how many is that? Five. Five votes is the PS5. Mm-hmm. And with seven votes, Xbox. So as per okay. cosplayers, the Xbox is the dustiest. I still, I still, um, I still want a shield's inquiry <gasps> into why Mark wasn't allowed to make the PlayStation the dustiest because he sold it. But, yeah. Mm. Just thought it should be here yeah. just to collect the award. But there we go. Dan, that's very, that's very lovely of you to give that away this evening. Well done. Right, Dan, you, 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 I think you may have been away when you actually noted that of all the responses, the PlayStation received the most votes. Did it? Yeah, it did. Yep. Okay. Only just, only just, only one more than the Xbox. Oh, egg on my face. There was no <coughs> PS5 Switch Immaterial. Xbox, anyway. Oh, that, that's what that is on your face. Oh, I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> was that a specific Xbox uh, series con- uh, console or just... It was a mix of the two, to be honest. Okay, I'll just say Xbox um, I think we should just lump them all into one. Yep. Yeah. No, I um, think you need to separate them. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, let's do a giveaway at the end of the next one, because otherwise we're going to be doing giveaways okay. constantly. Um, so let's move on to the cross-gen award for best throwback. So this one is basically anything that's a remake, a remaster, a retro collection, anything like that. Uh, this was Andrew's suggestion mm. for a category, and I thought it was quite an interesting one. So let's be Avenue. Anyone got any thoughts? Yes. Straight off the bat on this one. Go on, Lewis. The Portal Companion uh, collection. I also oh, that's a great shout. That is a great shout. Yeah, that is a good yeah. one. Fantastic shout. You guys... Both voted for that, and I believe Max voted for it as well. So, yeah, three votes for that one. Strong, Strong showing mm. for Portal Companion Collection. Um, another one that featured quite heavily was, and this is quite confusing because people didn't write the full title. Not, you know, oh, not criticizing anyone, but if you are. Filling in something of this importance, do try and take the time. Can I guess what this is? Did they just write turtles? They wrote turtles, TMNT. Uh, of course they did. There's two, two turtles game. Came Come out. on. Name and shame. <coughs> Alright. So <laughs> Name and shame. We want donors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the donors need to learn, Mark. <laughs> okay. So the first the first prick is someone called Wardy, a.k.a. The King, a.k.a. Chevy Chase, a.k.a. The Chubster, a.k.a. The Pillsbury Damper. <laughs> <laughs> he just put TMNT. Who? You're, la- you're laughing, but we, he said we need donuts, and I genuinely thought Mark said it. We need donuts. I was like, cool. Like, like, no, no, <laughs> thought you looked hungry right after that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you look hungry, yeah? <laughs> and it, was the Mitchell Dan not available on that list, Ben? <laughs> Pardon? A- any word beginning Pardon? with D, Dan just says donuts. So, oh, so that's unfortunate. Dingus. Um, okay. 
Who else? Who else got so, that yeah. wrong? Who else got it wrong? No, um, let's. I don't. I don't want to. Okay. It's because they are. Pillsbury Danboy gets all the shit, but no one else can get it. Nice. Um, we also had a couple of shouts for Atari Fifty. Oh Alex, yeah. I think you oh, good shout. Nominated that one. It's a beautiful, uh, beautiful ode to Atari of days gone by. I hear I've heard things. really good things about that. It does look amazing. I'm totally sold on it, Alex. Well done. The only downside is it is uh, obviously just Atari games, though, isn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None of them. What gave you that clue? <clears throat> I was just reading up on it now. It's just a yeah. coincidence. Including the title. Um, I think recently yeah. might have something to do with that as well. Like I think it's yeah. Everything about it is very positive, but it's also only been available for a couple of weeks, mm. so people haven't had time to give it necessarily the credit it deserves. Yeah. That'll win for next um, year for me. But also, Andrew, our retro expert, put Atari 50 as well. So you're in You're in good company there, Alex. So I think that might be in with a shout. Yes. And points. also, um, Live Alive got three shouts. Oh, wow. Really? Interesting. So, yeah, although I don't think any of us played it. So, is it Live Alive? Is it Live Alive? Is it Live Alive? Live Alive. Live Alive. Um, <laughs> so really it's a it's a toss up between I think Portal Companion Collection should go on there yeah um, TMNT what are we saying then Cowabunga Collection no Cowabunga Shredder's Collection Revenge. surely I, th- I think it should be Cowabunga Collection yeah it should yeah. be Shredder's Revenge is a new game yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. fair okay so Turtles Cowabunga Collection the third one Live Alive or Atari 50 Atari 50. Atari 50, yeah. <coughs> yeah? Yeah. Everyone yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mark? Well, okay. I mean, it, it seems a bit unfair to the, the more people voted for Live Alive by the sound of things. So Good I feel point. a little bit unfair. Yeah. Democracy. I agree, actually. So I'm, I I'll, I'll put one step forward for Live Alive. I, I, I think I, you persuade me towards Live Alive. Just because... Mm. Let's see. Let's see who's voted for it. I think it was Rebecca... Uh, who else can I also just say here this is an Andrew category and as we should all remember Andrew counts the patrons as half a vote half a vote yeah. so let's just remember that <laughs> true yeah good point um, he'd probably put Stardew so in there as well <clears throat> yeah Rebecca uh, Nathan and Frosticles all voted for Live Alive. Oh no, definitely not then. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Atari 50 oh. is <laughs> Thanks again, patrons. Uh, let's draw another prize for them. Oh. Dan, spin that wheel. It's spinning. Where's it going to land? What's it going to land on? Could be anything. Could be. Ooh. It is Doom Eternal on PS4. Ooh, shit. Nice. Finally given by much, Mark. How much short for that, Mark? All of those games that say, when you're saying PS4, they all do get the free update thing to PS5. So they all get the, you know, they all get the HD and 4K, <laughs> HDR, all that stuff. So they're basically like the PS5 version. I think that's the first time I've ever heard you say in 4K, HDR, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, how dare you? I, I, don't, I, I had that two weeks where I was excited about all these games. This desk doesn't play in my gramophone. 
<laughs> and Alex, who are we giving Doom Eternal on the PS4 slash PS5 to? Doom Eternal is going to... Eamon McCauley. Oh, well done. Hey! Oh. Has, he got, has he got anything you can play that on? I don't know. Has he got a PlayStation? Uh, well, so. he can trade it in. <laughs> That's true. Congratulations, Eamon. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, Lewis, I've got the game, mate, and I haven't got a PlayStation. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Poor neglected Doom Eternal. Um, right, next up we have got the Lewis Wilson Get in the Bin Award for biggest disappointment of the year, basically. The Lewis Wilson refused to get in the bin award. More than <laughs> I didn't refuse. Mm, yeah. Refuse to get in Oof. the bin. Oh, <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Wow. oh. well done, well done. That's um, a really good joke. Oh, oh, I might just go Sulo. Okay, pushed it too yeah. far. Um, right, too far. Uh, so nominations for this. Let's have a little look. Anyone got any thoughts? Biggest crushing disappointment in gaming this year. I mean, Babylon's Fall was probably the biggest and most notorious failure. Yeah. That just died. Yeah. No, that feels like a, a very strong candidate. Do you want to know what the... Or does anyone want to guess what the strongest candidate is, votes-wise? Mm. Yeah, that's a toughie, Hazard isn't it? I guess. I, uh, Maybe Mar- Mario Strikers? Ooh. Any advance on Mario Strikers? Sports? Mm. I Can I just say... Switch Sports was all right. Yeah. I think... I, it's, it's tough. I'm just trying to think what I put more than anything else. But I, I think it might be something <laughs> yeah. along the same lines as what I'd said. And that so just Nintendo's first party offering for the year. Mm. Yeah, that's what you put was their general critical decline, I think. So. Critical decline. Um, <coughs> hashtag. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, Mark, you're absolutely right. It was Mario Strikers Battle yeah. League. Was that what it was called? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what consoles that I on? put that? <laughs> Who knows? Dusty one. Um, no way to tell. But I think, yeah, that that was that was my vote. Um, I was really disappointed with that. I remember watching the stream when it was announced. We, I think, we all streamed it together, didn't we? And yeah, I think we were all quite, we were all initially really excited, and then it came out, and it yeah. just like I've not seen as a community all of us fall off a game as quickly as we did with that. Instantly, like it was literally just one night, and I was like, actually, this isn't it. This yeah, ain't it. It's terrible. Um, what, what was the in? big issue with that? Because I uh, I remember the reviews being quite strong, but why why did everyone fall off it? It just it wasn't was much bland. fun. Yeah, it just wasn't very it fun. Wasn't fun. An arcade kind of mode to it, and very few things to unlock. And then the online play to it was just boring. There was nothing really like. Because I never very I never played the original, uh, but everyone seemed to love the original. It must original was great, yeah. and it was exceptionally <clears> similar <throat> to the original. But I think that was part of the problem. It just hadn't modern really enough. So, okay. Okay. Unfortunately, gone the way of a lot of the Mario sports games this gen because oh, Mario Tennis f- fell pretty hard. As much as I loved it, Mario Golf didn't yeah. go down well either. And I think <laughs> people were people were hoping that because this was a different developer, it was um, is it level three instead of Camelot mm. that did this. Yeah. So everyone was kind of hoping it was going to be it was going to be the one that got it right, and it ultimately yeah didn't do any better. That balls it right up. Um, another one from. Pulls it right up. 
<laughs> Balls it right up, aren't they? Um, another one, and I think this is quite an astute observation here from Rebecca Rudranath, and that is Google Stadia. Yeah. 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 Which we never had, you know, a high opinion of it in the first place. But can it be, well, then can it be a disappointment? You can see, That's did it have far to fall? Mm, exactly. It probably fell before oh, yeah. this year. It just got the final nail in its coffin this year, didn't it? Yeah. So maybe we shouldn't um, shouldn't include that. Which knob has put Elden Ring on here? <laughs> Let's just check that. Uh, oh, it's old five head use. Yes. <laughs> that that works out. Um, apologies, Carl. <laughs> so Sony's excessive pricing. That was was that yours, Alex? I don't see that. That might be Andrew. Yeah, that was Andrew that said that. It's a fair point, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see that, but you bought, know, you bought a PS VR 2. VR 2. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. So, no, that's next year's award for the biggest disappointment. Oh, no. oh I think that'll, no. I think that'll be okay. Yeah, that, can VR that count? Fine. Can that get a dusty though? Because that is definitely getting <laughs> yeah. dusty. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's horrendously dusty. Yeah. That yeah. Well, <laughs> I need to buy something to put it on. Um. Okay, so I guess we could say Pokemon Scarlet Violet. Mm-hmm. That although it's obviously quite a recent one, um, it was a shout from Max again. Yeah, I think if the if we'd been doing this in a few and weeks if he time, knows about big disappointments, yeah. come on, that's, that's his, <laughs> his life. <laughs> Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> my God, fucking hell! <laughs> I'm kidding, Max. Tonight. I'm kidding. He knows I'm kidding. <clears throat> Sorry, right, you went. For that's me. where Dan draws um, the line. That's the line. <laughs> Not at his mum, right, so but yeah. A few other suggestions that people have thrown out. Um, yeah, Babylon's Fall. Alex, you said uh, Plague Tale Requiem. Mm, this that's unfair, wasn't it? Did you say that? Me. Yeah. No, I, I said Shredder's Revenge. It was Laurie. Yeah, sorry, Laurie said... Yeah, because yeah, he so was a huge uh, fan of the first one. Yeah, he loved yeah. the first one, and then I don't think yeah. it was, like... I think that the general just was, it was quite repetitive, wasn't it? Well, his his biggest gripe here, he said, uh, good game, but looks and runs terrible on that fucking potato. <laughs> <laughs> Series S, I think. Um, so, yeah, that was his gripe with that. But... I mean, I think it's reviewed quite well. The general consensus is people quite like it. So I think that's probably too personal a one for him specifically to include on this list. Quite possibly. Um, Saints so Row should Pokemon... maybe have gone on there. What's that? Saints Row is one that could have potentially yeah. gone on <coughs> yeah. that list. But similar to Stadia, though, was it... Did we people, ever think yeah, it was I think there was a lot of trepidation yeah. around that anyway. Yeah. I don't think people thought it was going to be good, but I think, still think it ended up being worse than people thought it was going to be. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's that same how far have you got to fall kind of thing. Whereas Babylon's Fall people thought was going to be at le- maybe at least reasonable, and then it was like a 2 out of 10 at best. That's a long drop. And likewise with Strikers, like the pace at which people fell off it was huge. Yeah. yeah. Hold on, we've all decided this is the biggest disappointment, but this is the Lewis Award for getting the Bin Award. Lewis, you need to just clarify... You know, we should just be going to Lewis for any last-minute arbitration. Bins, actually. I love it. We might have got this all wrong. Love mm. it. Yeah. For the best games. Mm. The games that you love to play whilst in your comfort comfort place, your comfort zone, nestled within the discarded bits of banana skin and 
beans, that kind of stuff. Maybe the old packet of Weetabix. Just get in there, pull up an old newspaper as a cover, get snuggled right in, and play nappy bag as a pillow. A nappy Trump's bag as a pillow. Uh huh. Yeah. Old potato. Uh, <laughs> See his S in there somewhere. Cup, couple of dilu- <laughs> cup of diluted juice. <laughs> Uh, what about GT7? Luke has put that, and I think that's not a bad shout. Yeah. Because I think the the hype was there for it, and I think it did disappoint on a couple of fronts. Yeah. It's just, um, it disappointed, though, because it's not Forza. It's like basically why it's That's not. more than that, I would say. Like, it, it disappo- <clears throat> even though it's not Forza, because it was never going to be Forza because it's a sim, but even the whole presentation of it and how it, it, it just, it's underwhelming. Like, even for what it is as a as a racing sim, it, it it's just there's nothing exciting about it. Cool. At all. And not not to mention the obviously the microtransactions, the mm-hmm. always online stuff where people couldn't play it for days on end as well. That was you know, so it's the hot new game and yet people were blocked from playing it. That was uh yeah, that was talk of the town for a couple of weeks. So, I think we should put that on there as the third one. GT Seven, happy with that? Yeah, GT Seven. Who, who was that knobhead that told us that fucking Wind Waker and Twilight HD were coming and and we were going to get Metroid Prime and Nate. we all like two. No, no, no. Jeff Grubb. Fucking, I wanted to put just Jeff Who was that knobhead? I would have known. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put I want to put the Jeff Grubb in the bin for this year industry gobshite Jeff Grubb yeah, he's, go, he's, he's fucking in. my bin, bin I was going to say has he been right about anything significant this year other than the Fallen Order sequel <clears throat> I'm probably even more angry with him than I am with Dan so that's a difficulty you know, amazing and that wow. burns evergreen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> I don't think we could put Jeff Grubb in. Oh, got it. It seems a bit, you know, we don't want to Lewis? lean into online bullying. <laughs> I don't want him in my bin. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which bin, though? Mm. General, um, general okay. waste, definitely. <laughs> He's not getting recycled. Your bin is grubby enough as it is. Oh. Come on. Okay. Right. GT7, Pokemon Scarlet Violet, and... Strikers. Good. Good, good, good. Let's do another giveaway. Dan, spin, spin it. that wheel, bitch. Spin. <laughs> spin it. If you're in the chat and you've not donated, donate now and you can be within with a chance to win whatever's spinning. That's yeah. PS5 game. It is Resident Evil Village donated by Smarky Smarky. Shit. That's a good one. Well done. Right. Oh, we don't know good. you. Yeah, well done, whoever you are. <laughs> yeah, whoever you are. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Alex, who's the lucky winner of this great, great game? The lucky winner. He might be a bit less grumpy, but doesn't have PS5 was Mark Hammond. Hey! (laughs) Brilliant. Well done, Mark. Well done. Something to bring a smile on his face. Hear this. Mm. Mm. We'll see. Good. Uh, next up, we've got the Smark Award for Best Non-2022 Game. So this is a little award that Mark dreamed up. Uh, basically, games that we've played this year that didn't come out this year. 
um, which is a tricky one to put to a vote, really, because everyone will have different answers completely. So, um, yeah, didn't really think that through. But what, Mark, let's come to you first. I, I want to change my vote, actually, because I, I voted for Dread, but I now want to change that to Eastwood. Really? That's fine. Yeah. Fine. Go ahead. Uh, not, not that I didn't love Dread, but I think mm. I'm loving Eastwood as a, as, an, as a whole experience even more. Yeah, you were surprisingly gushy about it. I've, I've listened. So, so in love with it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that's my um, t- Smark Award for this year. Yeah. Wow. Does it, does it make you you guys want to go back to it, Lewis and I've, I, I, yes. I'm, uh, I'm still in the process of playing it. I've just uh, not been speaking about it. Yeah, I'll uh, definitely want to play it. Finish Persona it. 5 as well, Lewis. Mm-hmm. Playing that as well. Playing what? Playing Persona 5 as well. Yes, I'm playing Persona, Persona 5, 5 as well. Yeah. I'd, I'd say that's taking up a lot of my time. Yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn as well, yeah? Yes. Yeah. I, span, I kind of span many genres. Th- those are both you great slay. options for the Smart Award, aren't they? So they could be Lewis. They are. You, you could put those forward. And mine is Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. Nice. That is my vote. Um, but it's a tricky one. So I think Laurie's vote of Cyberpunk... 2077 is probably the most sensible one to put forward because I feel like that has had a resurgence of hype yeah. this year because of edge, edge runners. Yeah. The PR story is turned around. So I think we need to have Cyberpunk in there. That is a lock. But are there any others that fill that similar sort of criteria that we Disco Elysium was yeah, one that shot. Um because it came out on Switch and it had a rough start on the Switch long loading times but I think that's, that's oh coming God. to its own and it's a great game I hadn't even thought of that I, I, I played that this year and I did not consider yeah. it for this despite it being one of my favourite games did you say Control? was that your no word? I'd say Last of Us <laughs> Lewis said Control for an award really. <laughs> I think I said The Last of Us didn't I part one but I said yeah. well, not part one but the uh, because I didn't play the new one, but the original one. Well, yeah. The third one, so yeah, one. Lewis... Every time they did it, one of them. Would Nia be Tyler, eligible for that? Open? Well, I mean, part two would be, wouldn't it? But, and I guess people would have gone and played part two having played part one. Yeah. Which came out this year. So I guess that that's not a bad shout, Lewis. Thanks, Ben. to go with that. Yeah, thanks. I got you back. Blech. And also, <laughs> Cuphead is another one oh, that's uh, yeah. been voted for, and obviously the DLC came out this year. I think Tyler, that was your vote in this yeah. category, actually. Yeah, Cup- I like. I forget that I played that this year. Yeah, as did I. As did Lewis. Yeah, it was the two of you playing it and having a little bit of a rivalry over finishing. I don't need it, to be reminded of anything. Thank you. Let's just move on. <laughs> Um, Dan, any I heard you call me out, Ben. Raging with you on the last crosscast. Raging. <laughs> Dan, what do you reckon of that? Did Cyberpunk. I, put, I think I put Persona Five, didn't I? Um, Persona Five. That's a good shout as well, actually. That's yeah, a good shout, I'm pretty yeah. sure I put that on there because it just seems to be that everyone's enjoying it and playing it, and it deserves it. So yeah, yeah. yeah Cyberpunk. Mm. I mean. Okay. I would agree with Pete. I'd agree with Persona Five over Cyberpunk. I think Persona Five, Cyberpunk. um, I think they both. Persona Five is a 
Yeah, I think Cyberpunk needs to go in because of the hype. I think Persona 5, I completely agree. I think that's obviously had a new lease of life as well. So I think really it's a toss-up between Cuphead and The Last of Us Part 2. I think points need to be taken off of Cyberpunk because when they announced the next-gen upgrade, the devs kept on saying dildo build. That is an immediate dick. (laughs) (laughs) They kept on saying it. It wasn't funny the first time. They just kept on with it. It's like, right, we get the point. I don't think we can really diss anything for repeating to do things that aren't that funny. I think just <laughs> people in glass houses. Um. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> Agreed. Um, all right, let's let's do Cyberpunk, Persona Five, and Cuphead. Any objections? Well, yeah, because you, it's my fucking award, and I didn't get my game in there. But apart from that, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so go fuck yourselves. But no, I agree. Though, so who, won, who won the Dan War Narcissist Award again? <laughs> Jesus. So we're saying um, Cyberpunk, Persona 5 and Cuphead and not Last of Us yeah. Part 2. Yeah. Why can I not have The Last of Us? Yeah, I said that. Yeah, it seemed like that got two votes, yeah. Well, because <laughs> The Last of Us Part 2 got a vote and The Last of Us got a vote. Oh, it's split. And I think Tyler's suggestion of Cuphead, given that the DLC came out this year and there's a physical version coming out imminently, I think it it's more of, let's, let's say, Zeitgeist. But, but my game got a whole more. remake from the ground up. <sighs> okay. Yeah, but it came. the remake came out this year, so it doesn't count. Cuphead physical is coming out this year, so it doesn't count. <laughs> but it, yeah, but... <laughs> okay, it's a stupid yeah, award. It Move on. It's a stupid <laughs> award. <Move on>. <laughs> <laughs> See if you had played Quake. Last year, Mark, we have never had any of this. We would never have had this conversation. That actually came out last year for a console, and they'd given it a massive update. It was like updated properly, 120 FPS, all of that shit last year, and that's why I chose it. That's why I would choose Disco Elysium or something like that. Last of Us is a good shout. The stupid ones are the ones that I've said, like Eastwood and stuff, that just came out last year. So you are correct. Like it's better to choose the ones that have had a nice, sizable update, like Cyberpunk or something this year. I agree. All right, let's put that third spot to a vote. Anyone in favour of... What are we saying? The Last of Us or The Last of Us 2? Decide, Alex Lewis, decide amongst yourselves. I, I guess... Put forward. It, I guess it would need to be the, the remake. Re, yeah. But it can't be, because that came out this year. <laughs> but it's not a 2022 game, is it? Well, I didn't play the remake. Yeah, I played the, the remaster. <laughs> That's a, it's an older game. It's a remake of an older game. So would you say the Link's Awakening game? Bye, Tyler. Tyler's had enough. He's so fucking. He's so fucking suggested a 2022 game. But... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm, off. I'm off. I'm off to play the series ass. What's that? What's uh, the uh, So, well, come on, Lewis. Disco Elysium, Lewis. Yeah, Disco Elysium. Thank you. Yes, oh, I'm with Lewis. Yeah. Hang on. What? <laughs> get, let's get the last of us out here. Disco Elysium, good shout. Yes. Disco Elysium or Cuphead? Disco Elysium. <laughs> Disco Elysium, definitely. Why? You just want Cuphead in bed. I'm pushing for Cuphead. Disco, what happened with Disco Elysium that made it relevant this year, even though it came out? In well, it just came out on Switch quiet. this year, didn't it? So we all started playing it this year. All the developers got Cuphead. charged with fraud. That's what happened. 
I'd rather, I'd rather be in charge. It was in the news. It was in the news. <laughs> Good thing so. They were selling those right. jackets at EGX. They were. So we all got. They yeah. were. Yeah. Well, had I'm with the presents. They weren't selling any cups. I'm with Tyler. I'm, or given head. I'm voting Cuphead. Okay. So at the moment, <laughs> it's two votes for Disco Elysium, two votes for Cuphead. Dan, which way are you going to go? Look at each of you. I'm quite surprised. <laughs> look at, my hair, look at my hair, Dan. I'm really quite surprised there's not an argument in the minute for Horizon Zero Dawn between you and Lewis, Ben. Yeah, that's fine. Point Lewis, you're not enjoying well, it that battles, much. You? It's fine. I've got some. I've got some criticisms about that game that I can go into next week. You've got criticisms for Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick Cuphead. Good, good choice, Alex. So, um, what am I picking between now? Cuphead. Disco and Elysium or Cuphead? Um, Cuphead. There we go. Cuphead is the third on the list. Congratulations, Cuphead. Hey. So Persona Five. Royale. As we can see Cuphead. with things like Brexit, not always the majority of people are right. <laughs> and Lewis and I, we both Good. love Cuphead, but Disco Elysium is the correct choice. <laughs> it was the correct choice, exactly. Yeah. And I'm right. quite surprised at Alex, actually. Cause it, he doesn't. He hasn't even played Cuphead and, and admittedly doesn't really want to play it. He'd love I Disco haven't played Elysium. Disco Elysium either. <laughs> yeah, but it's your sort of thing with, you know... But it's narrative got, uh, and shit. Sto- chatting, story. <laughs> chatting. There's no story in Cuphead. <laughs> a chatting game. Love it. It's, a, it's, it's loads of chatting. Right. Anyway, move on. Let's for move on. <laughs> Let's do another giveaway. I think we've said we've got 10 people watching in a moment, so the next person that yeah. donates, next. we're going to give two games to. Ooh. Perfect. Yeah. You hear that know. in the chat? Next person that donates. Have we dropped the link in the chat again? Ooh, Just so do it. people can get easy access. Next person to donate any yeah, amount wins <coughs> two games. Good, okay. good. In the right. chat. There we go. Keep us posted with that one while we move on to the What's in Your Pocket Award for Best Kept Secret of 2022. Similar to the last category, this is kind of a mixed bag. Um, want to come to... Dan first. Dan Ward, what was your vote for this category? Can you remember or do you want me to remind you? Remind me, please, sir. Can we give Dan three guesses? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's make it a game. Go on then. Three guesses, Dan. The best kept secret. Uh, (laughs) And I actually think, although I don't agree. Don't give him a clue, don't give him a clue, don't give him a clue. What did you put? Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap was correct. Yeah. Oh, we'll play one. Yeah. Well done. Um, obviously, not that much of a secret, but not really featured in much of the voting in our awards or anyone else's at the moment. And yeah, arguably should be right. I think so. So justification for this as well. Like, there's a lot of non quote-unquote gamers out there that haven't really heard about this game. I think Ben and I probably heard about it from the same source, which is IGN UK guys, where they started playing it. Still never listened to it. Still? Oh, I thought you had. No, okay. Never so, but based on, no. I listened listened to it and they were talking about it, that made me play it and completely enamoured with it. I think it's a fantastic game, but 
when I was speaking to quite a few people on jewelry service, which I'm doing at the moment, <laughs> who are massive gamers and really into it, but not into it, into it like we are. Um, you know, they'll walk into a game maybe and pick up a game, or they might look on the IGN website now and again, see what's coming out. That's the length of their, their involvement. They hadn't heard of Snap, so sat down with them, showed them the game, hooked. So I'd say, yeah, yeah. best kept can, secret. Can I just interrupt? We have a winner. We you have always a do, winner. So. Oh, oh, shit. We have a winner. Who's and the winner? Thank you oh, very actually, much. Tell us, Dan, what, what they've they won. won first, yeah. Dan? We need two spins. Uh, grumpy. <laughs> okay, two spins. Here we go. Spin number one is on. Shabby, 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 shabby. Oh, it's gone past four, six. We've got Lego Brick Tales. Ooh, oh, you like nice that. Code. code from Thunderful. Brilliant. So we need to know whether or not Grumpy Hammond wants it on Steam, Xbox, or PlayStation. Yep. Sorry, so let's let know. Who won that, was it? It was, yeah. It is. <laughs> Get. I'm waiting for it. Congratulations! He wants it on Xbox. I'm removing Xbox from that cool. Brit Tales list. And I'm spinning the wheel again. Here we go. What spinning, 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 spinning. Yeah. Okay. And he has got a copy of Far Cry 6 for PS4. Oh. <laughs> it's got Another coaster. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um, okay. Well congratulations, done, Mark. Mark. Thank you, Mark. Well done, Mark. Thank you, mate. We love you. Round of applause for Mark. Yeah. What a fucking legend. Your donation has taken us to four hundred and fifty pounds. Hey. Beautiful. Amazing. Good. Good. Let's see if we can push it to five by the end of this show. That's a good That's target. That's what Lenny Henry does, isn't it? Um, I'm right. French. Oh, are they, they're not together anymore. No, they're no. not. He's gone thin as well. To, I used to quite like Dawn French. I can't lie. Wait, were we talking Vicar of Dimbley? In what, in what respect? Comedy wise? Or Do you know what? Let's just move. And the best kept secret award goes to. Best <laughs> fetish of Dawn French. <laughs> Uh, right. Could she run away? No. Oh, she's my type. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Um, she could. Right. Sticking with your theme, Dan, of mobile games, Max has nominated Point P from Netflix <sighs> Gaming uh, from the creator of Downward. Oh, uh, okay. But the other way. Around. I love this. Uh, I remember Nate loved it as well. Um, it was really good. It was a really, really strong, well-presented mobile game without any horrible microtransactions. It's got a start. It's got an end. It's just a good game. And I think that should arguably be on the list as well. Agree. Point P. Point P. Point P. Um, Alex, can you remember what your vote was in this category? I... Th- was it Set and Sleeper? Was uh was that no? The yeah, that's the other one. It was Norco. Yeah, because it, it it feels like one of those games. It's one of the highest highest um, rated games of the year, but so many people don't know about it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just due to the type of game that is the fact it sat on PC on only PC for so long until the last couple of weeks when it's finally hit consoles. Um, mm. 
but it's had huge critical acclaim, but nobody's really heard of it. So it's definitely a, it fits the category very well. Hmm. Yeah, that's a Mark game, surely as well. Norco. Yeah, got to be. Got to Mate. be on his list. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's on. It's on my list. It's all pre-installed, I think, already. On my Series S. Nice. Good. Uh, sticking with the Series S. Gunfire Reborn. Mm. Tyler, that was your shout. Yeah. And you've waxed lyrical about this on X players. So, do you think? Do you think that should take the third spot? I'd like it to. I don't know if anyone else mm. has played it, which kind of speaks to the fact that it has kind of gone under the radar. But I think it's brilliant. I think it's well polished. I think it's, it's got it's very well multifaceted. Does a lot of things well. A lot of things that most of us liked about something like Hades, it does in a, a lot the same way. But obviously, presentation yeah. being different, where it's um, first person rather than isometric. I think the art style is you know very different and quite unique. The setting is interesting. And it's something I've not seen a lot of games do in the same way. It's definitely the most under the radar of all the picks on this list. So I think yeah, Tyler makes a good point that almost the winner of this should be the one with the fewest votes. Mm. Yes, good indeed. Um, so something that hasn't been voted sticking... for should win. <clears throat> so, right, everything's <laughs> yeah. a random game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mark. You said Proteus. Yeah, amazing little game, Proteus. Incredible reviews. I've played it for about an hour and a half, I think. Just relentless bloodbath, like Doom 2016, but pixel art, boomer shooter. Complete joy, music, insanity, heavy metal, madness. Yeah, really good fun. Again... Didn't it's reviewed well as you said hasn't hasn't had that much heat for unknown reasons really like Gunfire Reborn so I think probably we should maybe put those two on just because they are properly under the radar best kept secrets um, Lewis you wanted me to come back to you on this one yes I couldn't think at the time any thoughts and I've literally yeah. just had a thought I think Vampire Survivors would be a good one for this one, for this category. See, really? I think that got, maybe not so much in our circles, but I think that got a lot of attention when it came out. Yeah. I remember seeing a lot, and I have seen since, a lot of streamers and stuff playing it, and big streamers as well. Fine. Forget it. Discount it. Yeah. Thank you. Fine. And also, <laughs> five, yeah. five out of the six of us are playing it as well. Get back in your bin, Lewis. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I just, it just occurred to me. I went, maybe... Uh, Vampire Survivor could be in here. Obviously not. I hadn't done the research. Thank you, Tyler, for correcting me live. I uh, appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of others that I'd probably put forward for this category would be uh, Infinax and uh, Tinykin, possibly, although Tinykin. pretty well known. Tinykin. That was, that was the Pikmin um, game. Yeah. It was the Pikmin game. And very good. Uh, Trek to Yomi, all those kind I've of games. I've got a lot of attention. Games. Yeah, mm. true. And Dungeons of Dreadrock, which I really oh, enjoyed. Yeah, that's a good Never one. Never heard of that. Get any attention of, at all. Yeah. That did get mentioned on NVC, though, I think. But um, yeah, that did I go right. I think Pear was playing it, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. other than that, well, I think we're the only two big outlets talking about it. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, you were doing a really good uh, like Jeff Goldblum style impression there when you were talking. You kept on doing, like, you were doing this with your fingers. Like, I, I don't know, I've seen, you, seen him doing that in, like, Jurassic Park when he's, like, speaking. He's like, please, 
his finger, his thumb and forefinger together, like try to get a point across. Yeah, it's great. It was really good. Smoking an invisible cigar. Mm. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's go. Gunfire Reborn, Proteus, and A and other. So we've got potentials, point P, Marvel Snap, or let's say Dungeons of Dreadrock. Unless anyone else has got any other suggestions. Nope. Nope. So what out of those ones do we think takes that last spot? Point P, Marvel Snap, or Dungeons of Dreadrock? I would say Snap. Snap. Snap for Dan, Snap for Alex. Lewis? I vote Dungeons. We've all been speaking about it in the same instance. Vampire Survivors. Yep, agreed. I'm going to say Dungeons of Dreadrock as well. Yeah, fair enough. Tyler? No, I think I think Dungeons is a fair one. Okay. Alright, let's do that then, Lewis, if you could add that. Snaps for Dungeons. Other one there, Ben, because much like what normally happens, your voice is so tuneful. Discord is tuning Mm. out. God damn. Um, The (laughs) other one was Proteus. Thank you. So so why did Narco get dismissed? Uh, which I just forgot about it. We've done. (laughs) Well, then they were going to I think I I did that (laughs) instead of Dungeons of Dreadrock. But I think Norco's much better known than Dungeons of Dreadrock. <coughs> like it's almost like the the, uh, the the game the name I've forgotten. It's like that, isn't it? Mm, that one. one. Yeah, mm. it's like that. Uh, inscription. It's the inscription of this year. Really, the winner should be that game. You know that one that when mm. when the the one with the big the big door. You have to go through it. That yeah. that game. Mm. That one. That one. That's the winner. winner. Right. We've got our three. Speaking of winners, do we want to pull another winner? Do we want to give anything else or do you want me to move on to another category? Then we keep going for now. Keep going? Cool. Uh, Next up is the Ponzi London Hipster Award for Best Indie. (laughs) This has been a strong, strong year for indies. We've spoken about lots of them already. Vampire Survivors, obviously, in the mix. Citizen Sleeper in the mix, whatever that is. Uh, Dorf Romantic... (laughs) Uh, has to have a mention as well. Um, Mark, how hard are you prepared to push for Dorf Romantic? Yeah, I mean, this would be between Return to Monkey Island or uh, Dorf Romantic for me for, for the year. Just uh, the excitement to be playing a, a brand new Monkey Island game just has to be very high for that reason. But I think the game that I've enjoyed the most would be probably Dorf Romantic. Uh, and just holding the record over Alex is just such a joy. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Tyler, you voted for Oli Oli World, and you are not alone in voting for Oli Oli World. That has been one of the top picks in this category. Why do you think it should be included in the mix? Because I think it took what was an already interesting way of presenting that sort of game and mm-hmm. just turning it up to 11 in a way that no one quite expected, but I don't know anyone who's played it and not really enjoyed it. I think the first two games were good, but Oli Oli Well was an absolute smash hit for them. I think it did everything that the previous games did well and just made it even better. The the setting, the sort of like crazy adventure time esque presentation, the extra depth, the multiple routes you can take through those levels, the high score challenges as well. Um and not that I've dabbled with yeah. it much, but the fact you can create your own courses in an indie game, the amount of work that must take to implement 
and the amount of life it gives to someone who enjoys that, you know, who could play that for 50, 60, 70 hours just on, you know, user-created courses that look and play as well from what I played of them as the story courses do. I think it's, I think Roll7 did a phenomenal job. Yeah. And they've had a good year, right? Yeah. Roller Drone. Yeah. Yeah, Roller Drone is, uh, is, could, is apparently could easily well. be included on this list as well. Um, well, I think only Alex amongst us has played it, but it's definitely one I'd like to get round to. Yeah. Um, so I think we'll put Oli Oli World on the list. Uh, also a great soundtrack. That was one of my top soundtracks of the year as well. Um, Stray got three shouts. Alex, not a fan. I didn't dislike Why it. Didn't... I just don't think it's the it's it's not up there with the best for me. Yeah, I think with what else has come out this year, it's not it's not of the the same caliber as good of a game as it is in itself. Well, I I also think it. I don't think it's fair to put it in with indies either necessarily, because of the like the Sony publishing behind it and everything. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's almost a fair like point as well. In a different category entirely, almost. Um, mm, not sure on that, but. Go, Dan, expand on it. Go, why? Bob. Sorry, I appreciate you've got a mouthful, but... Oh, are you What's that? I heard that, Mark. <laughs> it's um, cheap white chocolate. Ah. So... Oh. <laughs> great, great band name. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's, still, it's definitely an indie. So I okay. I don't know. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like still definitely an indie, but to discard it because of publisher, I think it's a bit harsh. You said triple I, didn't you, Ben? That was quite a nice term for that sort of thing. Yeah, it's a good way of putting it like that. We're very much at that stage now. You have the two levels of indie. Yeah, indecency. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's still it's still a very very good it's game funny as that- well. Like even like you said with the publishers back in, it's still. It was it was doing something different, I think. Would you believe, Dan, if I told you your uh, cross-button co-hosts, both of them, also voted for Stray in this yeah, category? I can, I can see that. Inter- interesting. Yeah. interesting. Would you believe it? Um, and Luke <laughs> as well voted for Stray. That's oh, big yeah. PS5 shill that he is as well. <laughs> so, um, so Stray has to be in the running. Uh, another one that received multiple votes was Cult of the Lamb, which I definitely think should yeah. be in the running for this. Yeah, 100% agree. Agreed on that. That's good. Okay, so if we say Oli Oli World, Cult of the Lamb. So Stray is in there mm-hmm. in Present. the running, but no we also had Citizen Sleeper did have a couple of votes as well. So Alex, we'll come to you for that. You obviously not a massive fan of Stray, big fan of Citizen Sleeper. Why should we put Citizen Sleeper ahead of Stray? I think Citizen Sleeper is it was one of those games that it, it kind of transcended what it was. It, it it's such an impact. It was one of those because I think it was one. I think going back to the when you guys were talking about the Game Awards um, nominations, and I think it was in the Games for Impact category, wasn't it? There, I think that's the the one it landed in, um, and it did have a huge impact. I think it did something. It blended a few different genres, and it was just you found yourself glued to it. It was very much a an experience rather than just playing a game. Whereas. And I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and compare it to Stray because you can't. They're two completely different experiences. Um, mm. It just. It was. It was one of those games that opened to my opened my eyes to a different genre of gaming. 
Like, if I hadn't have played that, I would never even think about playing something like Disco Elysium or now even Pentiment to an extent because it is that kind of something totally different for me because I would never... I don't like thinking about games that much. That might sound a bit daft, but I always took gaming as something to stop me from thinking rather than draw me into thinking yeah. in a different way, whereas that one did make me think, but in a really good way. Um, and that's... I loved it. It's one of my favourite games this year. Definitely. Dan, back to you. As the stray advocate... I'm str- I, I voted for Cult of the Lamb, I think, for this one, but I still think in terms of the way that Stray positioned itself and the hype given to it wasn't just necessarily because of the publisher. I think it was down to the fact that it was... Uh, it was the whole... Yeah, it wasn't just the cat, but it, the story was told through the eyes of the cat, but a lot of the, the heart came from the cold metal robots that you you encounter along the way. And the story that that came out of was was some fantastic writing, some really cool story beats, all of it within, what, seven, eight hours um, total playthrough time. So I kind of whizzed through it in two days. And it's the type of game where if it gets its claws into you, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it just hits those kind of like firewatchy kind of feels. And there's nothing really super special about the mechanics in it it was just really good storytelling so yeah mm. I'm inclined okay. to agree what we're arguing here Stray versus Citizen Sleeper Citizen Sleeper that's the, the thing tuna, I the really tuna. really want to play yeah. Citizen Sleeper it, yeah I do too it's it look it, Alex especially after what you've said about it it sounds like a game that I'll love over the course is it like five, four or five hours to complete yeah it's not a long it's not a hugely long game like and what you said about it, um, I remember at the time I have started it, um, but I was like, man, there's a lot of reading in this. Can someone yeah. please dictate? Can I stick it in a Google Translate and just have it read it back English to English? Have it read it back to me? Um, I wasn't like I put it on quite late. I was like, oh, tired enough. So I would read through this. I had to play it like every game to play it at the right time for it to hit. But it's one that I really want to want to play. But I agree entirely with what Dan said that the yeah. What you get from those the robot NPCs that are dotted around and um, around in Stray, and from the your little robot, I forget the name N. The camera B- name B one or something, isn't it? Seven B seven. Something like that. Anyway, something. Like yeah, that. something. Um, what's inferred more than what's said, and what's happened in that world is it's such a great story end to end. Um, mm-hmm. And we know that I don't. We all know. We all know, Alex. That you don't like cats because you're a strange, <laughs> weird heathen. <laughs> mm. um, how do you feel about foxes, though, Alex? It's a dog. What? The fox. What? Yeah. How do you feel about foxes? Not like tunic Alex. foxes. Yeah, Mark was about to mention tunic I think weren't you Mark um, and that did get a couple of votes I think it should get at least an honourable mention to be fair because I think almost all of us have played that at least partially I loved it I thought it was really good um, Frosticles voted for it and Max kind of half voted for it because his nomination said I don't know tunic or some shit <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause>... 
the equivalent of going to vote in a general election and putting a cross just outside the box. Um, but I think we probably have stronger feelings for Citizen Sleeper and Stray. Yeah. So really, Alex, team Citizen Sleeper, who's with him? Nobody by the looks let's say, of that. Let's say Dan, Team Stray. Who's with Dan? As much as it pains me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thanks, mate. Well, there we go. Two two against one, and the rest of us decide. So what, about the abs- what do you abstain? Us vote for, so you get to, to throw <laughs> yeah. a... Just, I don't feel like I've been cast a vote either way, because I haven't played yeah, either same. of them. And to be fair, yeah. Citizen yeah. Sleeper is not a type of game I have got on well with in the past. And I don't want to judge it poorly for that. Whereas I think I probably would force myself to get through straight because the subject matter is more interesting for me. I'd rather see Citizen Sleeper on a Ponzi London Hipster Award list. <laughs> the point. It would be better for that. But yeah, I enjoyed Stray immensely. So, But well, isn't that the whole point of the Ponzi London Hipster Award? It's like, it's not... It's always going to be the thing that's on the nose, but that person's like, oh my god, yes, straight. It's a game you've never heard you guys, of. You probably haven't heard of Marvel's Snap. It's under the radar. It's not the Ponzi London Hipster Award anymore. I, I just abbreviated it slightly. So it's now called the Ponzi London Hipster Award for Best Indie, aka the Single Origin Dark Roast Hotel, Chocolat, Gypsy Hill Round the Corner, Wine Fridge, Posh, posh Wank, Fancy Steaks from Abroad, Highland Cow on the Wall, and a Nice Red with Ben Award. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And pops all night, yes, and he fucking deserves it. <laughs> Smarmy. So next year the Ben Award, we'll just cut it down. Done. Yeah. Brilliant. All right. Is, but there, is, so, there, is there an argument for taking either Ollie Ollie World or Cut the Lamb out for Citizen Sleeper? No. No. Okay. <laughs> it's won the award uh, in my heart. That's all that matters. That's good enough. That's all that matters. <laughs> all right, so that's it. Stray, Oli Oli World, and Cult of the Lamb. Strong, strong category. But, but, do we want to do... Well, another? I was going to say, before we move on, can I make a little announcement? Go on. Go on. Oh. We have hit £500, guys. Oh. Yes. Awesome. A huge thank you to Ethan Hunt, who got us, got us there. Thank oh, you so much for your donation. Oh, what a legend. Well, I mean, he should get a giveaway, surely. Yeah, 100%. He, he is the winner of the next giveaway, Dan. Spin the wheel. Oh, it's a bit worrying, actually, because he hasn't wheel. put anything down that he wants for that 50 quid, so we need to find out as well, because we have got those dares. Uh, okay, I'm spinning the wheel first. Here we go. And just on that note, I'm assuming that the donation that Mark Hammond gave us was just so he could play another hour of Stardew Valley. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, there we go. Clearly loving it. Actually, yeah, attribute that. He's got a copy of AC Origins on Xbox. Well done, Ethan. Ooh. Yeah. Stick that in your Xbox, Ethan. Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you, Ethan, and everyone else that's got us to 500. That's amazing. Yeah, amazing. Um, right, we're on to the last category, and this is the big one. The Crossplayers Game of the Year 2022. Funnily, I think this will probably be the easiest, easiest one. one. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Because Do we have at least... there's not been... We've got three. Yeah, okay. That's my question. Thank you. Yeah, we've got three. Lewis, do you want to guess what those three are? Um. Oh, yes. I'll have a think. Is it... Um... 
Mario Strikers Battle League. Um, yeah. Is it Pokemon <coughs> Scarlet Violet? No, but Rebecca did vote for Pokemon Legends Arceus. Is so that, that came out this year. And then Luke voted for Stray as well. So all the more reason to put that on the indie list. Is it Elden Ring, God of War, and Horizon Forbidden West? I would change the third one. Two, two out of three. What would you change? Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Correct. Fuck off. That's Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Great reaction. <laughs> yeah, that was. I wouldn't. I can't, yeah. I'm struggling to, obviously, because we're not all industry experts that have got the time to complete the game. But yeah, putting Ragnarok in there unnerves me a little bit just because I've been able to play it fully yet and at the moment I know where my vote's going for Elden Ring it is weird yeah that El- that Ragnarok people seem to have gone just with the consensus with that well who's voted for it Laurie Lor- 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 voted for it for example he has finished it so that count disqualified yeah, as much as it's like again, you can tell it's a fantastic game, and the zeitgeist shows that is where I'm <laughs> uh, the, the the part that I'm, I'm struggling with that I can't ratify is um, I'm oh, that's it. a new one. That's a new yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been in court, Ben. <laughs> and it's not nonce; it's paedophile. Uh, so yeah, the the, the, the things that I've kind of like. I would want to have pushed that to next year in terms of like the game of the year. So it's Mark Award next year, mate. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um Well I mean as an industry expert that has finished it, I do think it is deserving of a place. Because of neglect, place. Ben, no, it's not fair. It is that good. What it game's is that? Ragnarok. Oh. Yeah. You're still with but, us. I mean you're okay. Hello? I tuned, I tuned Hello. out for a minute there. Apologies. <laughs> so Elden Ring received by far the most votes, then Ragnarok, and then Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I always think so, Ragnarok, it's, it's that, uh, we, we see it a lot, that recency bias that it's, it's just been played. Well, there's Which that I was also surprised like, about it being included in the Game of the Year awards, but I, I get it. But the talk the whole year has been... Is that it, it's going to it's be firstly, is it going to happen? Conversation. And then when it is, it, you know, everyone was so excited for it and for something that was so hyped up, it's lived up to that hype in almost yeah. everyone's eyes. And that's, you know, that's from mm-hmm. someone who hasn't played it, probably won't play it because I didn't enjoy the previous game. But I'm, mm. from everything I've seen, it does look like an exceptional piece of work. Yeah, I agree. It's You're just an exceptional it's just piece a, of work. Yeah, love you, Tyler. That's great. great and I, I think because of they've landed it in such a good finished product level as well, the level yeah. they've delivered it at has really helped it too. Yeah, yeah. The fact that it has come out and it doesn't need doesn't need anything to fix performance. That doesn't feel like there's features missing. It is a complete game, yeah. which as much as it shouldn't be lauded for that, it is rightly being lauded for it with the way things have been recently. And we can arguably say the same about Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Given the, the Pokemon conversation and people kind of blaming the Switch hardware for that unfairly, Xenoblade Chronicles has been you know, a showcase for what the Switch can do. It's gorgeous looking. Yeah. You know, one of the best soundtracks of the year. We've discussed that already. 
technically, yeah, obviously it's not going to be up there with uh, modern console <coughs> performance, but it's it's stunning. Yeah, yeah. Every so, drop of juice on the console, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. So I think I think that definitely deserves to be in in the running for the the big three. So unless anyone else has got any other suggestions or anything we've massively overlooked, I think we've already got our three locked in there. Your audio is cutting quite a bit, but I think I still haven't got around to play Horizon. I think it's just because for me, as much as I enjoyed the first, I took a long mm. time to actually go and finish the game. And I think it's just the the actual environment isn't that compelling to me. So that's the only reason I'd, I wouldn't drop a score because of it. It's probably still fantastic, but I'm just not at the point where I could like consciously put that on my top three list for the year. But no. yeah, or put it up there with Elden Ring. So yeah, yeah. I think I think it's yeah. going to take a lot for anything to stand up to Elden Ring, especially for us. The amount, yeah. you know, how many of us had not touched a FromSoft game, picked up Elden Ring, and were borderline obsessed with it for a very long, you know, like, you know, what six weeks probably. Yeah, maybe. it was almost all we talked about, yeah. and even to, and you know, you look at. The world's reaction to it. On top of that, like the world was t- the gaming world was talking about that game for literal months. Yeah, and the only other thing that's come close to that has been God of War, on the same level. Mm-hmm. Elden Ring was like finding Agreed. a new artist, music artist that you've never heard of, and then just completely immersing yourself for like three, four, five days in their work yeah. and listening to it all and enjoying it all and just going, oh my God, this is incredible. How have I never found this before? Yeah. But it was also that experience of doing it together. Like yeah, that whole, definitely. see, it goes right back to like, see that half hour I sat with you, Ben, and you shared your screen and you're like, this is what you do with this bit, this is what you do with that bit. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that makes sense. And it was that whole kind of experience of learning off each other and kind of going through it together like it was again it was almost like one of those moments it was more of a moment and an experience and it was about the game to a certain extent even though the game itself is incredible um mm. so i think it's it's talked about a lot in and compared and i think compared is necessarily the fair way of putting it to breath of the wild <coughs> but it had that same response to it from from us and you know from the wider gaming community of holy shit like this is something on a level that none of us, you know, none of us have been before with something like this. And it's not, you know, it, you can't compare them to each other, but in terms of the impact and the resonance they had with so many people, especially people new, necessarily new to that franchise, they did excellent jobs. And the fact that it's being yeah. talked about with Breath of the Wild, I just... I. That's such a that's such high praise to give a game to be compared closely to something like that. When you think of how big a deal that game was, totally. I'll put. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, and I think it. Um, I think a lot of the conversation since the Game Awards announced their nominees, the because this was in the best narrative category for that, I think, <clears throat> and people were like, well, it hasn't got a narrative. That how can that be? But I think. What it did cleverly was it allowed you to make your own. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah. again, Alex, getting back to your point, that's why we enjoyed it, is because the story was us just going out into this world, yeah. not knowing what the fuck we should be doing, getting killed by ridiculous monsters and finding out how to overcome them and working together and sharing knowledge and, and all that stuff, which is a very 
special moment as as much as it is a special game as well so yeah brilliant fantastic well let's hope that wins but we've got yeah we've got some good some good lists there lewis do you mind giving us a breakdown of the categories and the nominees for each please yes <coughs> i oh no I, I do not mind ben of course oh, okay good of course yes i mind of course Fucking do it yourself lazy um, the Slappers Only Award for Best Soundtrack, the nominees are Elden Ring, Shredder's Revenge, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. The award for Best Console, sponsored by the Cross Button, is the PS5, Switch, and Series S, through much deliberation. Um, the Dusty Award for the Dustiest Console, sponsored by Max's Bedroom, is the same, the PS5, the Switch, and the Xbox Series consoles. Uh, the Cross Gen Award for Best Throwback, Portal Companion uh, Collection, Cowabunga Collection, and Atari 50. Uh, the Lewis Wilson, legend, getting the bin award goes to uh, is, uh, Strikers Battle, uh, Mario Strikers Battle League, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and GT7. The Smark Award for Best Non-2022 Game is Cyberpunk, Persona 5 Royale, and Cuphead. Uh, the What's in Your Pocket Award for Best Kept Secret is Gunfire... Reborn, Dungeons of Dreadlock, and Prodeus. Uh, the nominees for the Ponzi London Hipster Award for Best Indie, Indie, aka the Single Origin Dark Roast, Hotel Chocolat, Gypsy Hill Round the Corner Winefridge, Posh Wank Fancy st- Steaks from Abroad, Highland Hill in the Wall, and a Nice Red with Ben Award, is Ollie Ollie World Stray Cult of the Lamb. And then the Crossplayers Game of the Year 2022. Those games. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to read them. Okay. Good. Finish with a whimper. No, good, good lists, everyone. Excellent. Um, so that's the list. Um, I think we can wrap it up there. We have. We'll be finishing bang on time. We aim to finish at ten o'clock. It is now nine fifty-eight. So Woof. whoever's running this shit is some kind of pro. Um, Speaking of pros. Us. Speak- Don't fucking waste time. Speaking of pros, <laughs> um, go and just confirm to me what those cross players game beaters are. Hurry up! Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Uh, Elden Ring. Xenoblade Chronicles Three. And the other one. God of War Ragnarok. Thank you, Lewis, for your help. Thank you, lads, as well. And thank you to our patrons, Mark, Sarah, Luke, Rebecca, Jason, Carl, Sean, Ethan, Kevin, Max, Sticky, Nate, and Rune for all your contributions and for everyone that has donated throughout the night. We're going to be sticking around to play some bloody video games. So if you want to get involved in that, give us a shout. Hop on over to our Discord, uh, crossplayers.com slash Discord get involved as well and for anyone else listening to this after the fact we love you too our donation page is still open so if you want to contribute there might even be still some prizes left over who knows we'll put we'll put the link uh, to the donation page and the show and the episode notes so you please we will go and give us indeed. the link and we've just had another donation of 20 pounds from an anonymous supporter for dan to sing a love song yes oh what a perfect way to take us out of this episode did we ever say what the donations were going towards, charity-wise, on this show? Just November. November. Okay. So it's basically, yeah. But we get to, I think you get to pick at the end, so we can probably share that in the show notes as well. Well, not the show yeah, notes, the yeah. um, episode notes. Lovely. 
thanks everyone thank you all of you Alex, Tyler, Lewis, Dan and Mark thanks everyone for listening thank you Ben and thank you thanks Ben thanks everyone at patreon.com slash the crossplayers goodbye bye bye